Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Bradley, what's um, what's this stuff falling from the sky? Mate, I, do you know what? I So obviously last week we talked and I'd hurt my big Tony. Um, I've been sleeping downstairs on my sofa because what I'd actually done was I've uh, I've I've hurt the tendon in in the bottom of my foot, my big toe tendon that connects my big toe to the heel of my foot. Uh, so I've been wearing like a moon boot all week. But and how how did back... you cause the injury? Have we established that? Oh oh yeah okay. So I when I said last week I went to a wedding on a beach and it was amazing. What I saw and I think I did say I went paddling in my linen suit. What I sort of totally glossed over was the fact that I walked down the pebbly beach when I was a bit drunk, uh, walked over stones, and I've got very, very soft, baby soft feet, Johnny. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I I trod on a few stones, and they really fucking hurt, uh, to the point where I actually had to, like, sit down in my white linen suit, sit down on the floor. I was like, oh, my God. the most pathetic story I've ever heard. I know. I know. I'm I was really ashamed of myself when so I spoke to uh uh a lady called Liz who I work with with graphic stuff. I, I help her with her, her business. And she she was like getting me to rack my brain how I could have hurt my foot because I said I went you know, I said I went walking around London with Johnny, we were on the DLR and stuff, but I said I, it wasn't a lot of walking. She said, There's no way it was that, Brad. You've done something else. Rack your brain, rack your brain. And then I thought back to this uh, stone incident on the beach. and But the thing was, I did it on the way down to the water, and I did it on the way back up to the, from the water. Was it the same um, stone? No. But I, <laughs> I, it really got in between the meat of my foot, and it fucking hurt. Like, I've, I've walked along pebbly beaches my whole life. Uh, but, like, this one real got me bad. I don't know what happened. Anyway... I, I I did a soft tissue damage to my tendon in my foot and basically I couldn't put any weight on it for a week but now I'm able to, uh, in the, my moon boot I'm able to walk around a bit but going back to this stuff that's falling from the sky Johnny it's rain isn't it mate and I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how, it's come... how does that relate how does that relate to that story well, because I said I'd been sleeping on the sofa downstairs. So I, I'm, I, last night, it's still quite warm, quite humid. Not Maybe not so much today, but yesterday it was. I left my patio door open and I fell asleep. Um, and I woke up at like one or two in the morning 
uh, I was intending to go upstairs to bed, but I just I just conked out, and I couldn't believe the noise that was coming from outside. Um, it was t- properly torrential, wasn't it? it? Was I don't know what it was like for you where you are, but it just it, rained all night, and it's only stopped raining maybe an hour ago. Oh, it's still raining here. Really, it's wow. been it's been torrential. I I woke up in the middle of the night, and I assumed it was our fan going, so I got up to turn off the fan. <laughs> <laughs> and the fan was already off, and in my sleepy state, I was like, "Wait, something, yeah, something's yeah. wrong here." And then, yeah, I opened the window, and and, and it was re- God. We're boring, Bradley. We <laughs> no, living no, the cliche back- of being British. We found a way of talking about the weather oh, for yeah. three and a half minutes without actually saying anything. But that have you ever done that? Right, where you you say you're like, "Oh, it must be that the noise is coming from that thing." I'll turn the thing off, and then you turn the thing off, and you get freaked out because the noise keeps going. Yeah, I have done that many times. Uh, I, I, I'd a, say it's akin to missing a step on the stairs or when you're in a car and you expect the driver to turn left yeah. and like they turn right and you're a bit like... Ugh! It really yeah. wakes you out. Yeah, the noise thing. Because like, you feel like your sort of senses are at odds because you're like, I know it's coming from that thing. You yeah. turn the thing off and you're like, oh my God, it's st- the noise is still there. Well, that, that's it's exactly... An- well, I didn't turn it off. I went to turn it off and like... So I didn't quite have that. But it was yeah, just very yeah. unnerving to, you know, put my finger on the, the button to turn it off and it was already off. Yeah. I thought, I, I don't know, I thought I thought the fan was haunted for a tiny second. I mean, bear in <laughs> mind, I was very tired. But I thought, I was yeah. like, oh my God, the fan is on, even though it's not got power going to it. Yeah. The, uh, I don't know about where you are, Johnny, but the sex, the, the sex, the foxes. <laughs> what? <laughs> the foxes outside last night. Sounded like they were having an orgy. There was like right. it must have been a gangbang of foxes going on. It was it was Is that the collective noises noun? going on. Yeah, yeah, gang gangbang of crack foxes, <laughs> gangbang of crack foxes. Um, the noises that they were coming out with mid storm. Well, it was just before the storm, and they say that animals can sense sort of fields. Always have sex before a storm, Brad. They, if you're yeah, a fox. So I, I reckon they thought it was going to be the end of the world, and they just they just let all their inhibitions go ah. and just went for it. They just had a massive, you know, fox orgy. Well, then t- today there's probably some half the foxes are feeling right right mugs for falling for it, and the other half yeah. of the foxes are like, "I got you, good." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, uh, yeah. What, yeah, what, right. Beer. We're, we're, we're a beer podcast, yes. Um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, well, you, you just told me off air that you haven't had a single beer this week because because of yeah. your foot and myriad things. Yeah, I, that's a lie because I had, I had, um, I've got, obviously, we both got fridges full of beer and my, the only beer that I was, it was really hot the other day and I hadn't drunk a beer all week and I've had this horrible migraine for a lot of the week and I thought I can't really face a beer uh i'll have this heineken that somebody left here so oh. i had this little half a stubby of heineken and then i Bradley, just left they're it. on the blacklist what what are your friends doing are, are you mate. not policing what beer is brought into your house and i'm I not know. joking i, I even... literally police it <laughs> it's it's a stray that's come from somewhere i didn't drink it though i had a couple of gulps and i was like do you know what fuck this it's rubbish but this was a mistake um but i i just couldn't face drinking any proper beer because my head was banging but I th- for some reason, I thought, oh, it's sort of like water might help. But um, no, didn't help. Didn't help. So that's the only that's my that's my little acknowledgement of 
drinking something terrible this week. You're, you're letting the side down here. We're, we're supposed to have you and I agreed that for this podcast we would we would have drunk something interesting each week so we could talk about it. Um, yeah, I can't. Oh, what have I drunk this week? The most interesting thing I've drunk this week was a lemon Fanta. That's the most interesting my week has been, Johnny. No, lemon Fanta is no too sweet for me. I think it was too sweet for me. I went mm. for a, a Mexican last night in my new favourite Mexican place, Taca Tacos in Deptford. And they do this beef birria tray where you get, I think, four different kinds of tacos. So we're talking like ones that are like little guys, the little corn ones. And then you get big ones that are sort of fried with cheese. And they're kind of folded over on themselves and they're kind of a bit crunchy. And then another one, which is like two tacos, one on top of the other. And that is, that's been put on the fryer too. And it comes with a broth, Johnny. A beef a broth. broth that you, you dip everything into it. It is wow. sensational. Um, so I so that's the most interesting thing you've, you've drunk this week is broth. Yeah, actually, yeah. But it was a bit hot and I've, I burnt my tongue on it. So I've still got a burnt tongue. Of, of course you did. Morning. You're the kind of guy that breaks his foot walking on pebbles. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I thought I was indestructible up until literally a couple of years ago. And now I'm, well, I'm not falling apart. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, shit, I must be getting old because things hurt. But, mate, I have fallen off a scaffolding in my time. I've been hit by uh, vehicles. I've, I've Yeah, and it doesn't, it take- doesn't show. I've taken hits to the head numerous occasions playing rugby I'm sorry about and those. all sorts oh, of stuff. Those ones. Oh yeah, you as well. Probably in my <laughs> sleep from snoring and when we had to bunk up in rooms together. And man, we, we don't do that anymore. We we we're, no. we're not making a lot of money, but we've made enough money to have separate rooms now, which is I reckon. Joyous. I reckon there might be a time when we have to share rooms again. You, re- you reckon we're, we're of... in the boom times and there'll be a bus time? Well, no, 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 no. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying some sort of scenarios might come around where we get to a hotel and they're like, I'm sorry, sirs, we've only got, uh, the, you know, one room left and it's the honeymoon no, you can, suite. You, you can... Or whatever. <laughs> well, hopefully that's big enough that you can be on the sofa because clearly you True. enjoy that. Anyway, we've digressed again. This week, uh, <laughs> I, I've had some interesting beer. Not a oh, lot of beer. On. But, I mean, mostly I've been drinking through the Time Hops beers that Siren have been sending me. Um, nice. Last still. week I helped host... Uh, yeah, you still, because last week I helped still. host their live show version. So for the people that couldn't yeah. make it to the screening, they did a, a sort of live Q&A with Luke from um, Yakima, Yakima Chief Hops and myself and Reiki from Alt Miller um, and two of the guys from Siren, uh, Tim and Matt, and we had a lovely time drinking those. Uh, and I got a pretty bad hangover off the back of that, if I'm honest. And then I had to drive Oof. to Middlesbrough the next day, Oof. which from yeah. where I live is is that's four and a half hours of driving. And we stopped off at a safari park on the way. So it was a long day of me trying to hide from my wife the fact that I was hungover. Hang on, um, safari park, Johnny. Safari. We need to talk about this. The, what safari? Yeah, because it's not about beer, so we, we probably should. It was it was the Yorkshire Wildlife Park. And what kind of what kind of animals are we talking here? What's the best? Oh well, the they, they've things? got they they've got polar bears for a start. What that was pretty amazing. That's all two polar bears. Drive around, you can't drive around. Polar Sorry, bear. when I said safari park, I meant wildlife park. Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, cool, ain't cool. nobody driving around with polar bears knocking about. <laughs> that is mental. Yeah, <laughs> that is mental. Uh, okay. No, we're very much walking around. Uh, I guess my daughter was being driven in in the buggy. 
she was um, so she so was experiencing was the safari part safari sort of experience yeah. nice nice yeah. so we saw polar bears um, we saw lions we saw amazing. one meerkat which i didn't really think happens i thought usually you'd, you'd see multiple ones i mean there's two in the adverts they're pack um, animals as well they like to be together they get very anxious yeah. like like guinea yeah. pigs yeah i mean i guess we saw the lookout and everyone else was hiding it was a warm day hmm. right right uh, right yeah. So um I yeah, I was I was then up in Middleborough Middlesbrough and then on Monday I mm. um I, I well I gave myself a hangover. Well, I guess Tuesday was the hangover. Uh Monday I uh, do you know what? You, you know you're in trouble, Bradley, when <laughs> you know you went and got drunk, but you can't remember why or where. Wow. And that there's nothing in my diary. I'm- Oh I'm yes, now tennis, I remember. Tennis buddies. Oh my goodness! No, not my tennis buddies. But thanks okay. for outing me as as, as, <laughs> as middle aged suburban as I could possibly be. Um, no, I was recording a podcast with the wonderful Rhythm and Bruise. Oh, cool, 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 nice. So I was with uh, I was with Luke and Andrew uh, and Rhythm and Bruise. If you don't know that podcast, it's a great podcast in which these two guys match beer and music. So I picked, uh, well, we picked together four beers and we represented the seasons because always be promoting the book. And then we matched them with music. So I matched, I won't say the beers, but I, or the, indeed the songs, but I matched a Damien Rice song and an Ocean Size song. So showing wow. my breadth of music tastes, some pretty heavy progressive metal and a bit, a bit of acoustic wailing. So hang on, Damien Rice and who did you say? What was the other one? Ocean Size. Oceanside, right? I don't really know them. I'll have to Google them. Yeah, I know them the name, but I don't really know what they sound like. You reckon they're metal? Well, I'm sorry, don't I? Don't, I'm not saying you reckon they're metal. They're metal, are they? Well, they're. I'd, I'd say they're probably prog rock, but they get exceptionally heavy at points. Like okay. not sort of the Sigaroths kind of prog rock, but the you know the the double bass pedal screaming. They they claim they claim to hold the world record for the longest scream of the c word in recorded music, but I, wow. I, I I don't know how you'd research that. Uh, with difficulty, I imagine Johnny, and also yeah. probably feeling a little bit sad about getting yeah hearing about. a lot of yeah yeah oh, yeah. Wow. But anyway, so listen to that podcast. I think it's the not September. I think it's the October episode. So a little way away. But we we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of beers. We then went for beers afterwards, which was where it all went really wrong. And nice. yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And also now I'm listening to so one of the hosts, uh, Luke. He is in a band called Brutaligators. Good name. So go go check out them. They've supported one of my favorite bands of all time, which is Tellison, who are also uh, well, they're sign they're sort of uh, pop, they're not pop punks. It's not pop. Post-punk, maybe. Um, Post-punk. Okay. And, and, and they're awesome. And Brutaligators are really good as well. I've added some of their tracks to my annual playlist. I might, Maybe I'll add some to my... Uh, I have Actually, you should do this for the Patreons. I have a Patreon Spotify playlist, so all my favourite tracks. Oh, wow, cool. I slowly put them on there, and I've, I've shared it in the Patreon forum. You should do the same, Brad. I might well do the same. I've if, got if lots got of different uh, Spotify playlists that I could bung on there. Um... I've been watching... Oh, so I haven't been to any... Just not on a musical tip. haven't been to a single festival this year. Have you? Music festival. No, not a single festival. I've been to some gigs, but not a yeah. single festival. So I was, like, getting quite upset. My friend Danny's just been to Green Man. And I didn't mm. get the invite. So I was like, man, I really want to go to Green Man. Um, 
so I've asked if I can go next year. He didn't respond. You probably cut yourself I... on some grass or something. That's probably why you're not invited to these things Shh, anymore. Shut up, Johnny. <laughs> shut up. Don't, don't you cheek me. You're probably right, though. But uh, as a result, I've sort of been go- I've been YouTubing people at festivals and stuff, and I found these guys, TPD TV, who seem to have an even better job than us, Johnny. Guess what their job is? I've sort of to go to festivals and say clip. what they like and what they don't like. They just go to festivals, mate. Their their whole YouTube channel. They go all around the place. They go to a festival every weekend. They're kind of like jackass sort of idiot boys that are very immature or whatever. Probably say some stuff which I don't agree with. But um, they've been to Coachella this year, I believe. I was quite impressed with that and a little bit jealous. Um, and they've been all all sorts of UK festivals, and they've done road trips around Route 66 and all sorts of things. And uh, I thought, wow, there aren't you know that many YouTube channels where I look at it and go, I wish I'd come up with that, or or thought, you know, it sounds it sounds a festival every weekend sounds kind of exhausting to me. I'm it not, does, I'm not it? as social an animal as you. No I, I, no, I need to sit in my shed on my own sometimes. This summer, I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. Yeah, well, these, I mean, I don't think I keep up with these boys either. They, they've they done things like all, we don't promote Weatherspoons. They've done all 20 Weatherspoons in central London in a single day. Uh, where And this sort of challenge where you have to drink a different alcoholic drink in every single one. And then at the end of it, apparently lots of YouTubers have done this. The last Weatherspoons you go to, you have to ride a Boris bike to it. Which is obviously very irresponsible, yeah. Jack, and we don't promote this sort of stuff. But I was like, we could never do this because, first of all, fuck Weatherspoons. And also, we promote kind of positive messages around drinking and not over-drinking and such. Well, we we try to. <laughs> but like, I was like, there's all this sort of stuff we can't or we won't tap. Well, we can't tap into because we don't. It's not good, is it, Johnny? We shouldn't be promoting this sort of stuff. But it's, you know, it's fun to watch sometimes. These well, people it, act it, like it, absolute it, idiots. It, well, yeah, exactly. And it is interesting, you know, if we were to tackle that kind of video, what we'd probably do is these are the best weather spoons is in, is in London. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a, a different approach. And probably, at the very least, you'd get drunk. Although you'd probably have dinner there because the food's so cheap and actually surprisingly good, some of it. I don't get how their chips are so good. Well, they're they're definitely oven chips aren't they or whatever but they're no i reckon they're they're fried fried i don't think you can get that level of oil and crisp through baking actually you're probably right so i've never had ones that are like dry as fuck like from an oven sort of so they probably are fried but they've got they've got like a tempura type coating on them i think oh yeah i think they've got like a batter thing on it i think they're battered 
yeah. which I've only ever had chip shops from a chippy um, up near Birmingham. But where was I? Willenhall or somewhere years ago. And I had battered chips that had this sort of tempura style batter on. Pretty good, mate. Pretty Crispy good. Ass, Dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Like, Do you I know, my, my favourite my favorite chip memory is there was a, a fish and chip shop in my hometown that used to... It was a smart fish and chips, if anybody's from that part, like Oxfordshire region. Uh, they would fry their chips in the same thing that they fried their scampi. So you'd right. get basically prawn flavored chips and i presume mm. they can't do that anymore because that's an allergen nightmare yeah yeah but oh my god were they the best chips they're the best chips if you like prawns yeah you don't like prawns do you brad no no no, no. So plus like also chip. did they do like curry sauce or gravy or cheese on these chips because you spec those things because i wouldn't have thought a fishy cheesy chip would be as nice or a gravy. Well, yeah, sometimes a you gravy put you fishy can, chip. You can put more refined cheeses on lobster. That's done. You know, yeah, che- not, cheese and f- shellfish is tricky. But we ain't work. talking lobster thermidor, are we? We're talking <laughs> no smart fish. Smart scampi is a far cry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from lobster thermidor. Um, mm. Yeah, well, they, those are good chips. Spoons, you know, they have. Sp- sp- just to be clear, Spoons has a place. It's just not a place on the Craft Beer Channel. Uh, right. Well, believe it or not, we were actually going to use today's podcast because we didn't have a video this week. Uh, we'll get into the reasons for that. We were going to use it to make a giant announcement. And in classic Friday 5 p.m. fashion, mm. we decide to actually make that announcement 20 minutes in when, in theory, according to the format of this podcast, we should be winding it up. But should we tell people, should we finally reveal what do this you want sort of... to, Johnny? I know we said we would do before. Shall we? Shall I don't we, know. It's like it, it, I, I'm trying to think of a of a metaphor here, but we've kept it under a lid for so long. It's like you know, there's some yogurt in the fridge, right? And you've left it for so long that you know when you open it, it's gonna be it's gonna be terrible. And I'm almost I, nervous to take the lid off. I once had a yogurt, a fruit yogurt that was in the back of my fridge for a long time. And it was way out of date, and I still ate it, and I thought it tasted the same as one that was in date. I couldn't make any discernible difference. And, yogurt and, is and already you, you well survived funky. the experience, clearly. Yeah, it was already really funky, isn't it, yoghurt? It's alive. So I thought, well, I'll give it a go. It's, I'll see what it tastes like. This is when I was on my health kick, and I was eating yoghurt every day. <laughs> on your health kick, eating out of date yoghurt? <laughs> Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. some newfangled diet I'm not aware of? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the, the pounds that, yeah. will slide yeah, off yeah. if you eat mouldy yogurt. Yeah, yeah. You just get yeah. Just That's probably horrendous. from Goop, isn't it? I bet Goop have yeah. said something like that at some point. Pro- probably. I imagine Gwyneth probably likes out of date yogurt. She probably pays <laughs> pays a lot more for it and everything. Um, um, right. No, we're stalling again, Bradley. We're stalling again because yeah, we're not yeah. sure that this is the right thing to do. No, but I think it's I the don't... right thing to do. We've got oh, to get okay, promoting. Cool. Go on then, start it. Let's just tease it. Let's just the tip, Johnny. Not not the whole <laughs> thing. Just a little bit. So many sentences I want to edit out of this podcast. <laughs> um, so uh, basically, what we're going to tell you is on the twenty first of September, if you can get to London, that's a Wednesday. If you can get to London at around six six thirty p.m., yes, keep that time free. Yes, and if- when we say London, specifically South London. South London, yeah. So, sorry about that. Um, if you cannot get to London on the 21st, or indeed generally, then keep the 28th free. 
yes. for a live show, a live watch-along show. Because we are releasing our third feature-length documentary. Mm. And in this documentary, we brew 7,500 litres of beer. Oh. And the idea of this beer... I'm, I'm going to put some music underneath this, Bradley, to really go ramp on, go it up. On. Is to reinvent yes. the English IPA. Mate. I mean, we all think we know what IPA is, but do we really? And are we really respecting what it was and where it came from? Are we, are we acknowledging the past, the difficult past of the IPA? All of these things, Johnny. So many questions. And some of the answers, some of the answers will be in this documentary. So yes, Brad and I have spent the last three or four months filming the most ambitious thing we've ever made. It is an hour and a half long documentary into the history of English IPA and indeed the future of the English IPA, which we're looking to predict and indeed help along the way uh, by supporting the English hop industry, the English malt, sorry, British hop industry, British malt, uh, malt industry. And indeed, digging around a, a, a veritable cove. Cove? Is that the right word? Chasm? Cove. What am I looking Cabin. for? What did Aladdin go into? Cave. Cave, um, okay, yeah. Of British yeasts. Yeah, okay. I like it. A cave of yeast. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've made it sound less grand than it is. Although, actually, in reality, it is just a bunch of filing cabinets. But it is, you know, the history of British brewing in a filing cabinet in Norwich. Oh, we've, I've made it worse. Um, we've, uh, it's a fascinating you know, place. We've been... We, throughout this process, Johnny, we've been to, like, high-tech labs. We've been to fields in the middle of nowhere. We've been to city centres. We've been to traditional boozers. We've 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 explored every avenue. We've been to literally the place where IPA was kind of invented, and the place where IPA uh, was 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 kind of birthed and then travelled and everything. So we've kind of, we've comprehensively told the story from start to not finish, but where we are presently yeah. with IPA. I think the only place we haven't really been is is India. And I think there will be a wonderful, well, not a wonderful, a quite harrowing video in mm. India. Yes. And maybe maybe True. we'll do that one day. But as far as the British side of it is concerned, we've told that historical story with some serious research, some very interesting people. And we're going to take all of that and brew a modern British IPA. So that is the, uh, that's the hook. That's the sinker. <laughs> Uh, and that's what we will be revealing on the 21st of September. So we're going to be do a, doing a screening on the 21st. We'll reveal who the brewery is we're working with and all of that uh, soon. But it is in South London, and then we'll be doing a live uh, YouTube version of that on the 28th, so the week after, so that everybody can watch it with us. So we'll be revealing all of that very, very soon, but keep that day free because it's going to be a lot of fun. As well as the screening, there'll be food, there'll be beer, we'll party afterwards because this is sort of sucked up me and Brad's life for a good couple of months and we haven't been able to talk about it. So when we when we can finally talk about it and show it, we're gonna we're gonna want a party. So that's definitely gonna happen uh when we actually screen it. So get that day in the diary or one of those days and we will see you then. Uh next week we have another exciting video. It's a sponsored video by the one and only Brewers Association in over in the US and they asked us to make a film with them all about beer and food, which we were more than up for. 
it, honestly, we, it was it was such a brilliant experience that I can't wait for everyone to to share it with us. Uh, you won't be able to taste the delicious food, sadly. But, I mean, we got a, a great cameraman to film it on the day, so I'm hoping it's going to be a really visceral experience. And uh, the guy that we've, we've talked to is just an incredible uh, force to be reckoned with when it comes to sort of uh, pairing beer in a fine dining setting. Kind of mind-blowing stuff. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, yeah, we've got half an hour of, of mind-blowing beer and food content coming at you on Wednesday uh, so look forward to that and we'll see you next week for another Friday 5pm in which there'll be lots of comments in which people probably say either they hate fine dining or they hate uh, matching beer and food because apparently that's a controversial thing as I keep learning on Twitter so uh, yeah there should be some great comments for us to read through next week otherwise get the 21st and the 28th in the diary we'll see you next week love and beer The Bubble and Friday 5pm podcasts are brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer channel. You can watch over 400 mini documentaries at youtube.com slash thecraftbeerchannel and if you love what we do, support us via Patreon and get access to merchandise and our amazing Discord forum, a positive and welcoming space for everyone who loves beer, food and homebrewing. Love and beer. Love and beer.